to the Social Media Mindset Podcast. Social media is hard, but trying to do social media as somebody else is impossible. Do you struggle with imposter syndrome? Do you hate seeing yourself on camera? Are you unsure of what platform to be on and how often to show up there? Well, join the club. On every episode, you'll hear a real life person talk about their successes and struggles on social media, how they overcame their own insecurities, and they'll give practical insight for you to apply today. So if you're ready, let's start the show. What is up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of the Social Media Mindset Podcast. You might not be able to tell, but this is Kyle. I just have a little bit of rasp in my voice from speaking a lot and being sick. And I actually, if I'm being honest, I think I like it better. So I might just be sick, Kyle, for the rest of my life because it's a pretty sound. It's pretty cool sounding voice in this mic. I I'm excited and slightly nervous because the guest that I have on the show today, she's pretty much smarter than me at all things marketing branding. Right. And I'm like five times as old as her. And so it guys, I, 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 I'm pumped because I have someone that if you don't know her, you're about to know her and then you're going to look her up and you're going to be so glad that you found her on my podcast, Morgan Heinrich, Morgan, how the heck are you? Good. How are you doing today, Kyle? I I'm doing great because I'm on here with you because it's not very often that, that I get to grace the presence of a regional VP of marketing for one of the largest mortgage companies in America. And that's you. Thank you. Yeah, it's it's been a whirlwind. Uh, we'll talk about it in a little bit, but I've been in the mortgage industry for three months now. Three whole months. Three whole months. It's a different world. Let me tell you why well, I don't need to. You're in it. And I mean, I've worked in every industry from biotech to the interior design industry, to business, to business services and the mortgage industry. I had no idea. So, so real quick, give us the, cause you and I, so guys to a little backstory, Morgan and I have got to know each other really digitally and like through email, right. Working, we, you know, we, we work together to kind of serve the, the, the movement mortgage community. And uh, we finally got to meet in person and I got to sit at a table with you and uh, just very coy. You just were able to like, you were like, yeah, like I've done this and then I did this. And then, and I was like, what, how old are you? A hundred years old. How have you been old enough to do all these different things? So like, give us just a real quick, like rundown of your, your history to, to make you amazing at what you, at what you do today? Well, I'll keep it short and quick. I like to first apologize that I talk so fast. I'm originally from upstate New York, born and raised by two parents who are entrepreneurs, small business owners. And we were really raised with the mindset of putting clients first. Yeah. I mean, from starting out as a little league umpire to working at a gas station. for Oh years, my gosh. You didn't tell about- me that part. Little league umpire. <laughs> Oh yeah. Yeah. I actually did that in college too, but it's all about serving the people around you. And we were really right. Raised with that mindset. I always tell this little snippet. My dad's a chimney sweep and he's had his business out of the military for 40 years. Um, It's not advertised in I think 30 years. 
And he, um, he's just the, the well-known name because he's a handshake and a smile type of guy. He writes handwritten thank you notes after every single chimney cleaned. And he sends it as soon as he leaves their house. And it's that little touch of dedication and the extra mile that we were raised with. So I came to Texas. I went to TCU, fell in love with it. I worked five jobs in college to work my way through, through school. I mean, that's how I got a little bit of everything. Um, and then I actually started uh, interning for a startup biotech company that has now cleared out their competitors. And they're now in C- CVS, Walmart, Amazon, wow. all of the top retailers. It's pretty amazing. And it was a cool experience. To start yeah. My yeah. Yeah. And you're, and, and how old are you? <laughs> 26. 26. <laughs> so gross. Yeah. Thanks. So <laughs> gross. Right. This is why guys, this is why I told y'all this. I love y'all so much that as a 39 year old, I'm willing to eat crow, be humble and bring on brilliant people that are way younger than me that I'm jealous of. And Morgan happens to be one of them. And so we could just sit here and talk about how awesome you are. And you we don't. will do that throughout the show. <laughs> but you truly like, I, I, I honestly, I, I was blown away. You know, when we were sitting on that rooftop balcony in North Carolina, because that, you know, we say the word marketing and that can literally mean a thousand things. We say the word branding, it can mean a, th- a thousand things. We can say the word social media and it can mean a, th- a thousand things. And so people call me a social media expert. What does that mean? Right. It doesn't mean anything other than I know how to talk about social media more than most people do. You truly, like, you are a marketing savant like the way your mind works the just the way you see things and so what what i want to just kind of jump in is just with like what where do you see people get this wrong we start talking marketing branding social media where are they missing the boat i love this question and that you started with this So um, people think of me as social media, marketing, all of that. But my number one passion is networking and creating relationships. Mm, And that is, so I've been asked to speak at universities and large groups, the Better Business Bureau about networking. And this is where people miss the boat is because they think they know what people want to hear, what they want to see, and without actually talking to those people. Yeah. And so how... Because so I know realtors and lenders and you're getting to know them. They're going to hear that and go, okay, cool. I'll go pass out some business cards at, at networking events. Right. So what is it like? What is the secret to doing networking at a high level? Listening. It's really all about listening. And one of my favorite things. So branding encompasses so much. Yeah. So right now, I mean, you guys are listening to this, but what you see in my background is part of my brand. How I present myself is part of my brand. It's designed, it's laid back, it's comfortable, it's kind of relatable and you want to see it. And that's part of my brand. That's the experience when you meet me in person, when you see me on social media and across the board. So I I think that there's a disconnect between what people present themselves as, as on social media and then meeting people in person 
actually listening to what they want to hear, what they want to know, what they want to see and what, what actually gets like dispersed. So, I mean, I really think that you need to understand your audience and then kind of create your brand as to how it pertains to it. And so many people, when I talk, talk to these business owners, these uh, loan officers, they're like, Oh, I know, I, I know what it is. And I always ask, have you written it down? So my, my challenge that I like to do is what are your three words? So for example, Kendra Scott, big Texas brand, their three words are family, philanthropy, and fashion. You meet them in person. I actually have met their team in person. They en- encompass that. They embody yeah. that. You see them on social media. You walk into one of their stores. You see that. Kyle Draper has a brand. Cool. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, so three words. I actually have them written down right here. Um, Kyle, do you want to tell me what you think your three words words are? Oh, gosh. Whataburger is Whataburger one. <laughs> Since Should I be, have right? a Whataburger hat on. <laughs> Guys, full disclosure. Morgan said, you want me to tell you my three words for you before we record? And I was like, no, just give them to me uh, you know, when, when we're when we're live. Gosh, I don't. You're right. I'm an expert at this. I, I should be able to be like, duh, I got 18 words. Um, <laughs> just tell me you're smarter than me. Why would I have my own? So you, know, you tell me <laughs> the little trick that I like to do is open up your social media feeds and scroll through. But before you do this, write down the three words that you want. Okay. Scroll through on social media and see what they are. You can make a list of 18 words, but we want to narrow it down to three. Sure. Okay. So from what I've seen, Kyle's three words, and I'm reading this, are social media, family, and real estate. Okay. I think those are three words that kind of encompass who you are, what you're doing, what you're kind of focusing on. I mean, I'm sure you can narrow them down more. Sure. But those are three words that I see when I scroll through your social media, when I interact with you, family is so important to you. Social media is important to you, but also you're in the real estate and mortgage industry. And that's, that's where you're creating your presence. Yeah. I like that. I, that's like when you go get a shot and you're like, this is going to hurt so bad. And it's (laughs) like, oh, that wasn't that bad. I can receive that. And it, it is very, you know, it's interesting that, that this is what we're talking about because I've, I've talked to realtors a lot before from a different perspective, uh, yours is, is better clarity because you're just stopping at three. But, but I'll often ask people like, what words do you want said about you when you're not there? And they're going to say words, right? Like trustworthy, right? Dependable, whatever they're going to say. And then I, and then my follow-up question is, well, go watch your content. Are any of those words oozing out of it? Yeah. Right. And, and so it, it, it's such a, it's so powerful because you're seeing this in the first three months you've been in mortgage. We're not good at branding. Now you, you are a part of truly the greatest branded mortgage company on the planet. I truly believe that right. And with movement mortgage, nobody does branding better than you guys, which makes sense that that's probably the only mortgage company you would have ever even said yes to. Uh, But most of, I think most of our industry, when they think brand, they're like, oh yeah, like a redesign of my business card, right? Yeah. Like that's, that's the way branding is kind of looked at, but it's way more about the way your background allows us to get to know you, yeah. begin to fill you out, 
right? Like somebody's going to see my Whataburger hat and it kind of <laughs> brands me to Texas, right? How do we, like, how would you give advice to the person that maybe needs to audit their lack of brand or their misrepresented brand? Yeah. What are, what are those, those questions that we can kind of ask ourselves to kind of go, Ooh, here's my gaps. Yep. So that I can then go, you know, put some good stuff in there. And I love that you said gaps. So I actually just did a, a consultation with a team out of uh, Rio Grande Valley. And we talked about their marketing. I told them to scroll through and tell me where the gaps are and how do we bridge them? So this is something that is so important is if you don't know, so it's your one-liner, who are you? What you, what do you do? Who do you serve? What problems do you solve? If you don't know that, yeah, you need to know it. And it, again, those three words, that one-liner needs to be written down. Your team members need to know who, like what that one-liner is. And um, there's a book that I absolutely love. It's called building your story brand. And they talk about this in the book and they go into detail and they actually say, yes, this book. Oh, the best book by Donald Miller. I highly recommend anybody who needs to do a brand audit to do that and start it from over from scratch. Okay. Let me stop you because I want to tell people what you've already done guys. So uh, people give books. So like people say books, I think sometimes we just say books to feel good about ourselves. Like we're really smart. So just so y'all know this building, you can't, I don't know why I'm holding it up because y'all are listening to a podcast, but I'm holding up the book that Morgan just mentioned, building a story brand by Donald Miller. And, and when I say she believes in this book, when she came on board with movement, I was told stories by you and others of like, she wouldn't even meet with me until I read this book. Yeah. Because there's if, until you get it, you can't get it. Right. So what what do you think? Can we just jump into the book for a sec? Yeah, let's do it. What do you feel like is, is the one or two most just profound nuggets that, that grace those pages? So the number one thing that stands out to me is we often put ourselves, we talk about me, me, me. It's all about me. Spotlight on me. You go on your social media page. It's all about me. You should always like present your audience as the hero. They should be the hero and you should be the guide, taking them along on a journey to solve their problem. So I'm the Obi-Wan Kenobi (laughs) to you or Luke Skywalker. I mean, whatever reference you want to do, I should always be the guide and your, your client should be the hero. And so you should tell that story is how you solve their problems. So good. That's probably the biggest thing right there. You, you would have been so proud of me at my closing yesterday in Milwaukee was something along the lines of we have a room full of heroes. I just want to guide you. Yeah. Right. Oh, I'm like, so proud. That's I, exactly I, I totally ripped it off from, from <laughs> Donald. So yeah. you, when I said it, I was like, Morgan would have been proud. <laughs> and I, I think that's where we're missing the boat a lot. A lot of the times on social media, especially, I mean, the real estate community is they want to just focus spotlight on me, my accomplishments, how much I've sold my numbers, where we should turn the spotlight around on them. What are you doing for them? I mean, that's, we're truly a, kind of me centric things. So when I'm scrolling through social media, how are you inspiring me today? Yeah. 
So can and, I even take this deeper with you? Yeah. So at like a psychology level, why are we so prone to make everything about ourselves? The world revolves around us. I mean, I honestly think that like, it is your story. I mean, there's that book that you just recommended steal like an artist and it's yeah. uh, write the story you want to read. So good. And, and so we think that we are the main character. We're the hero where it's, it's more about the experience and the inspiration behind it. Yeah. So good. And it's so true. And, and so before, before we, we, we kind of move on, what would be, you know, what's another tip or two branding wise to, to kind of help people pour their energy into the right direction? Okay. A few tips. And I've said this a billion times. If you start explaining what you do to somebody, whether that's social media posts, whether that's the handshake on the elevator, you're right into the top of the elevator. You're telling somebody what you do. If you started out by saying, oh, well, it's complicated, or you keep going into detail, you can, as soon as you confuse somebody, you lose their attention, whether it's shooting video content. I mean, you push kind of like you push video content, like no other, Yeah. if it's confusing to the sixth grader, the eighth grader, you've lost their attention. Our attention spans are so short these days that like, if you start going off track on a tangent, then we lose their attention. So that's probably one of the biggest things. The second biggest thing is consistency. So along the lines of those three words, whether it's consistently posting, it should all be in the same realm. So say you have your three words written down and all of a sudden you're posting about mom tips or I don't know about, I have dogs. So you're going to see that on my social media page yeah. or content. And I start posting about something completely out of left field. You've just confused your audience again. Yeah. So consistency is key. I mean, d- define who you are in per- person off the screen when we have conversations and stay consistent with that. So, okay. So now what do you think about if we stay on this kind of like dog thing that you just said, if my, right, if my three things are social media, family, real estate, Mm -hmm. right? Well, there's other little things that I like. And so what, what do you call like kind of blending a little bit? So like, for example, I was doing a webinar a couple months ago. And I told a story about my dog. Everybody ate it up. Yeah. In the comments, this was a huge, there's like 300 people on this webinar. So in the comments, they were like, we want to see your dog. We want to see your dog. So I called my dog in and I picked her up and side note, she peed all over me. And so (laughs) I had to, I had to teach the last 20 minutes of the webinar with pee all over myself. So that was super great. But my dog obviously isn't going to be a big word in my brand, but that's a, that's a way to speckle in, right? Like the humanity of me, right? Kyle, the human that loves dogs that wears a Whataburger hat, right? Like, so like, what, like, do you have a phrase for, for like what you would call, like, you've got your three main buckets or pillars or whatever, but you kind of allow some minor details to kind of flow in and out of that. So on the dog story, your dog is part of your family, right? I mean, I don't know if I would consider. Absolutely. Your dog is part of your family. Because she's totally replaceable. So (laughs) 
you know, but you know, I, for sure. I had to, yeah, I get what you're saying. Well, and I think everything should be able to tie back to your hub. I mean, so for example, during this consultation with these loan officers, one of their words were local and community. And I said, I scroll through your pages and I see nothing about anything Mm. local. I don't see any, you attending a local concert. Like I don't see any local coffee shop, local feature, anything like that. Yeah. Tie. So everything should be able to tie back to your hub. Say you bring up again, something random that doesn't seem to make sense. Tie it back. So tie it back to social media. You could tie it back to being authentic on social media. That's a huge thing for you. Yeah. And like, for, for example, like one of my words would be marketing. I think marketing design and fun might, might be three of my words. Why didn't you I, pick I'm, fun for me? I'm fun. Yeah, you're fun. Well, it's because I wasn't being creative enough, creative enough earlier. I mean, so I'm a uh, captain of a kickball team. Super random. But Shut I up. Fun thing. You like are that. right now. Yes. That's Come incredible. play on it Thursdays in Fort Worth. Um, I need a hip replacement, so I'm probably <laughs> not playing kickball. You can coach with me on the sideline. Remember, I'm like a thousand years older than you. Absolutely not. <laughs> no, I love that. It. Why? Okay. Cause you're a legit marketing person. I do not consider myself to be a legit marketing person. I just happen to be good at an aspect of it. And so I just get lumped in. Why have we convinced ourselves that the only way to close a loan, the only way to sell a house is to always be talking about a loan or about a house. That's what we were taught. That's what we know. And so we, we lean into that, but that's not building a relationship. Yeah. Where's, where's building a relationship in that? And no, there's the, yeah, it's not. It's not. And so something that I recommend any re- real estate agent, loan officer, business owner, and something that I've started doing personally a couple of years ago, and it's one of my favorite quotes is be somebody who makes someone else feel like a somebody. I love that. And so what you can do if you want to start tying in other people into your business is featuring them. So for example, before I was in this industry, I purchased my uh, first home. I think I was 21, 22 years old. And I had a really long two-year experience of heartbreak back and forth. I had a loan officer who went above and beyond and a builder. It was an entire thing. And I was so grateful. My parents are not here. I was young with money that I wanted to put into a house. Yeah, And it was such a stressful experience. So what I did without telling anybody, I wrote an entire pretty much story about what this real estate agent did for me, what this loan officer did for me. And they had no idea. My realtor, her name's Kim. She called me crying. She said, I was having the worst day and you featured like you advertised me for free. And I was like, well, I just, I thought anybody else buying a home needs to to know who you are. So I think that's something important that you can do just to build those relationships is feature people like that. Tell their stories. I love that. It's huge. And the other aspect to that is when you share someone else's story, then they're going to share it, which means now their people are getting to experience the storyteller of the story, which is now the girl that they don't know. Correct. But they're going to be intrigued by. Well, it's building your brand. I'm somebody who loves to network, build relationships, tell stories. I mean, my dad is a storyteller and yeah. like, we kind of grew up like that. And I'm, I went to school for broadcast journalism, so I'm a storyteller. And when I, when that post got shared and I got, I think a couple hundred likes on it and comments, engagement, yep. like that's, that's who I built my brand around. 
And you know what's sad is that most realtors and lenders that I know, they just want to get the job done and then ask for the review instead of serve the crap out of you so that you can't wait to let the review out yourself. Yep. Right. You're, you're really, it doesn't sound like your realtor asked you to do that. No, absolutely not. Right. It was just like an overflow out of your heart of just joy and excitement and energy and, and, and 10 more words that you could have probably used to describe that. And that makes what you said so much more valuable Yeah. than if she's like, Oh, Hey Morgan, could you go put a Zilla review out there for me? Yeah. So we, we just don't get it. Like we, we, it, we, we look at things so backwards. We do. And, it, and so you, I want to, I want to come back to like mortgage because that's been your jam for three whole months now. And so where have you seen, we're not going to name names. We're not going to drop any, we're not going to call anybody out. Right. But where have you seen mortgage lenders specifically just missing the boat and their ability to brand themselves and, and market themselves through social? So many things, but so many things. <laughs> um, I would say that I think people see a trend that they see somebody doing and they hop on five to 10 to 20 trends all at once mm. and get lost in the jumble. Or if I recommend somebody go on social media and create an account, you don't have to be a master of Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, Pinterest, YouTube, to like all of them in right. one day. Like, don't do that invest in what your clients are spending their time on. So this is another little tip that I always recommend people do is write down your top five clients, your top five referrals, your top five, like anything, write them down and see where they came from. Mm. Where do they spend their time? Are they scrolling through Instagram for hours? Are they on TikTok for hours? Are they on Facebook? Or do they love podcasts? See where they're spending their time. Because if you put yourself there, you're going to find their twin. You're going to find their lookalike. And so be intentional about that. Just Don't just say, I'm going to be on Instagram because I like Instagram or because so-and-so's mom said I need to be on Instagram. Be intentional about where you're spending your time because that's where they're spending their time. It's so good. And with that top five, you can also do tons of other things. You could identify oh, yeah. the age of your top five and that unlocks so many, you know, clarifying things yeah. with the way we market and brand you can you can unlock what part of town the top five live in yep and now you can instantly go wait what so i don't need to market to like those four cities anymore none of my top people are in those cities that's so freeing and you already mentioned still like an artist and we had our still like an artist book club this morning and in the, in the book, it, it talks about how with limitations comes freedom. I love that. And it's almost like an oxymoron because, right, like we, if we're not careful, we will live our lives going, I can sell a house to anyone. I can close a loan for anyone. And it feels good. But then when you go, oh, but like, what should I post? How do you create a post for everybody? Yeah. 
So when you begin to understand that inside of limitations, there's actually freedom. It's a very powerful way, right? So you like, cause you talk about buckets, right? That's your reference yep. point. Yes, it is. Right. So talk to us about, because, because buckets are interesting because you could have 30. Probably wouldn't be very good. Takes a lot of time to fill up all, all 30 of them. So, so talk to us about like how you explain buckets, the value buckets bring, what's the right amount of buckets? What are we putting in the buckets? Let's talk about buckets. Okay. Well, before we hop into this, I want to say that one of my favorite things that you have ever said is if you are everyone's flavor, I'm probably butchering this. If you are everyone's flavor, then your flavor probably isn't bold enough. It's good. And, and that that's something that I think, again, is so freeing. Yeah. Because you shouldn't be filling up everybody's bucket. You should have the three buckets or if you want yeah. five buckets, you can have them, but be intentional about filling them up. So something that I always tell everybody is if you want to build a business, a social media following anything, the key is planning. So okay. many people spend an hour every single day trying to think of some good, catchy, catchy quote, catchy post. They're sitting there for an hour, two hours. I've had people who spend four or five hours just thinking mm. about this one post that not everybody is going to see. I mean, maybe for right. viral, well, which happens like nil percent of the time, but be intentional about your time and planning. So what I typically recommend is if you want to be strategic, which of course you should, if you want to talk marketing, branding, yeah. social media, spend one, once like once or twice a month on your Sunday, spend four or five hours sitting down, being intentional. I actually, I have a list of things that inspire me that I'll see on social media or I'll hear, and you can reuse that content. Yeah. Write it down, create a note. So if you have a Mac or whatever, create a note section of things that inspire you or that you want to talk about and save that for your content planning day. And I also discussed, so these three buckets is being intentional. So say your three buckets are, are, again, social media, family, and then uh, what was your third word, Kyle? Real estate. Real estate. Say you want to plan out your week. So on Monday, I'm going to talk about one. Every, Every Monday, I'm going to do this one tip for realtors. And then all you have to do, if you you look at it, you just have to create four tips for that. And then on Wednesday, I'm going to feature my family. So there's four family photos. So you can plan out your week around that and your month around that. So you're really being strategic with your time. Yeah. I love it. Why? Why three? Why not four? Why not two? Why not five? I said, so I said, if you want it, want five, you can do it. But three is a lot easier. So if you think about it, not everybody's seeing your posts on social media, right? So it's only, and you know this, but not everybody knows this. So if I post something, my top followers, my top engagement, they are going to be seeing them. And if it looks like I'm sporadic and all over the place, then they will not loop me back in. So if if they see a post and I'm all about philanthropy, I want them to see that. If I'm about my family, if I'm about whatever it is, it's easier to loop them back into those three buckets. And again, the whole concept of if you confuse, you lose. Let's narrow them down. So people, if I meet you in person, you're like, oh my gosh, you're the networking girl. Or you're the, mar- I, w- I want people to meet me and know that. Yeah. And it also makes people, it, make it makes it super easy for people to refer you. Right. And, and this is a little networking tip that I do want to plug is. Yes, please. Creating a group. 
So I ran a networking group of people in the high-end interior design industry for three years. And we were each other's fans on social media in public. So what we would do was, and I highly recommend any, anybody who's trying to build their business to get involved in a networking group, start a networking group that is efficient with your time. So when you go out in public, you should memorize their their networking presentation. Mm-hmm. So you should you should memorize their elevator speech. They should memorize yours because when they're introducing you, it sounds like a referral instead of you talking about yourself. So yeah. there's that. But also a plus out of this is we had a group message and anytime one of us would post a new post, we'd say, hey, new post. We'd all go on social media and start liking, commenting it on yep. these posts. So nobody wants to be the first one to like or comment or engage on, on, on social content. But I already had five people liking it and engaging and, and saying congratulations or whatever it is. Right. It's all about being strategic and being fans of other people. And what I love the most about it is if 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 you decide like you're the leader of that group for a, for any of our listeners, they could be the leader of this group. You get to lead with value. Yep. Right, guys. The point of this group is we're going to support one another. Not the point of this group is when I post. I need you guys to go engage it. All right. So, so you're leading with value. So for a lender, they could easily go approach a realtor and say, Hey, come be a part of this, right? It's value add to them. I'm going to bring in people that are going to engage your content. And that's super simple. We called it again, cause I'm old. We didn't call it a networking group because we would just call it an edge ranking group. Oh, Right. So it wasn't about like there was no networking involved in what we did. Technically, we were just a Facebook group that were committed to helping each other's post go further. Yeah. And then through that, you become friends and you start referring business. But at first, the only value was wouldn't you like more likes and comments from like real people that live in your city? Yeah, me too. Okay, great. Let's get six or eight or 10 or 12 of us together. And it, it was really powerful back in the day with Facebook. And so this stuff works. And now it's a thoughtless, I mean, not thoughtless, but like now it's just, it's natural. It's a habit. Yeah. And I mean, anytime you see this, anytime you share something, anytime any of the people in my social circles share something, I write real comments yeah. celebrating their success. And I mean, I approach any meeting, any situation is what can I do for you? And people that I've met me, they're like, you just, you give and give and give, and you don't ask for anything in return because it comes back. Yeah. I mean, it comes back. Even if it doesn't, it's okay. But I'm here to give and celebrate you and be your cheerleader on social media. And that's how you really grow a brand in a business. 100%. And I have, I have a random question that I just thought of that might kind of put you on the spot. Do you receive this, this challenge? I, I accept Okay. So you are a regional VP of marketing for movement mortgage. You've been there three months. You're incredible at what you do. What do you foresee your loan officers being better at 90 days from now because of your influence in their marketing? I want to say consistency is probably the top one because I'm consistently giving them content and ideas to post on, which before that was an obstacle to not do it. Yeah. And across the board branding. 
so there's a loan officer out of San Antonio. We had a sit down and I, I talked about her, her colors. <laughs> yeah. What colors. And so we actually sat down and I was like, what represents you and your brand? And I like to say, like, if you walked into a lobby and it was your dream business, what would that lobby look like? You can yeah. design your brand around that. Are there wallpapers, fun colors? Is it mm-hmm. bold? Is it edgy? Is it cool? What is that experience? And turn that into your brand. So this so is something good. that I, I'm trying to get across the board is that a, like, their brand should be known. And it is. And I'm, I'm watching it come through on social media, which sounds so silly, but it's in the photos. It's in the captions. Yeah. Your brand is consistent and you can tell it. Well, and what's so funny about all this. So my dad, you don't even know this. So my dad's written, written a book and his favorite color is lime green. He pretty much wears lime green every day, whether wow. it's a hat, a shirt, his shoes, shorts, and his book is lime green. And so literally people text him pictures of lime green Jeeps of lime green plates at restaurants oh of li- like, I mean, it's, anything lime green, everyone that knows my dad is like, Randy Draper would love that. Randy Draper would love that. Randy Draper would love. And it just allows him to be so top of mind to people for something as silly as a color. Like that's the power of, of what you're talking about. Yeah. That's branding. I mean, it is. That's, that's, that's branding. And, and, when he first really started loving lime green, right? There were always those people who are like, dude, you wear lime green so much. And because he fought through that negativity, right? He is the lime green guy and he'll never, he could try to change colors and it wouldn't work because he's been the lime green guy for 30 years. Yeah. So that's, that's amazing. So I, I want you to just have the final words of the show. Right. And in your in your state of the union address to the nation of social media, like what what would just be your your final tip or your word of encouragement? Like what what do you want to leave the people with? If social media were to fall off the face of the planet, which is not today, what have you taken away from it? So you you can spend so much time building this brand, building this presence, but if you actually don't create relationships beyond it or use it as a tool to build up your business, to build relationships, then you're missing the boat. Come on. (laughs) Boop, mic drop. Morgan, how does everybody find you? We'll put it in the show notes. Social media, obviously, Uh, Instagram, Facebook are my two. I'm a big Instagram nerd. And your handle is what? uh, Morgan underscore Heinrich underscore. And the double double underscore. The double underscore. uh, If you want to see some dogs, so I'm actually very involved in um, local rescues around here, Saving Hope Rescue. I have two Huskies and then a lab Husky mix. And if you want to see pictures of that, of kickball, of anything fun and inspirational, check it out. I haven't seen a kickball picture yet. Uh oh. <laughs> so I'm gonna have to go find one because that's what I want to see. You don't have to dig too hard. You'll, you'll see them. Morgan, you you're the best. Thank you. You're busy, and so I, I appreciate you so much for coming on and sharing your knowledge with us. 
Thank you so much for your time today, Kyle. You are welcome. Guys, get your butt in gear. Go listen to this again. Go rewind it. Do what Morgan says. And then we'll be back real soon with another cool person that probably doesn't play kickball, but they'll do something else that's cool. And we'll see y'all on the next episode of the Social Media Mindset. See ya. Thanks for listening to the Social Media Mindset Podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, please go follow and reach out to my guest. Also, please consider sharing and leaving a review wherever you consume this content because this is the world we live in and your review online for others to see is invaluable for the success of this show. And remember, you're amazing. Talk to you soon.